work, I'm excited for Gus and I to spend a couple hours yeah. watching TV. Like, Same. literally just doing nothing but doing it together. Like, with Dave, it's good because usually we hang out, we eat dinner, we watch an episode of something together, mm-hmm. and then he fucks off and I fuck off. Mm. And, like, he goes online and, like, does all of his little emails, wraps up his day, and then I read. So it actually works better when he's around because when he's not around, I come back from work and I'm literally so fucking dead tired that I just need, like, really fast content into my brain to, like, you know. De-stress. Yeah. Yeah. This book will go down in history as the worst sequel in the history of the universe. What the hell did I just read? Bro, I did it. This is when, look. Get a little do you hear it in the background? Bro, I read all three of these books in this month. This is when I was like, Claire, I, I don't know how Claire I was read. Like, I don't know how I was keeping up with you. Um, Did you just turn that up to out? Because I'm talking. Wait, this is this is when I shit. Girl, girl, shut up. I miss having that long of nails. Can't do that no more. I mean, you're wiping butt. Yeah. Shut old you up. <sighs> Get on my okay. motherfucking nerves. What should we banter about before today's episode? Oh, yeah. So last night we went on our first dinner date. Yeah. I got to meet some of Michelle's like IRL friends, yeah. um, which was nice uh, because it made me feel like part of the fam. <laughs> yeah, you're now officially a BFF. I was definitely like giving... So our outfits were giving um mom like who works in the business bureau like business district and bratty teenager who asks mommy for all the money yeah um and then bitches and complains when she doesn't get what she wants i was given brat last night yeah and i was giving can you just take the mercedes okay and leave me alone poor mommy (laughs) chardonnay and get the fuck out (laughs) grab me my chardonnay take (laughs) the fucking mercedes and leave my birkins at home that was the vibe (laughs) that was the vibe and um it was fun we got oh my god she introduced me to what was it mozzarella ball oh the fresh mozzarella so they give you they give you this ball of mozzarella and these like they make it fresh in-house yeah but the one that she was hyping up was okay i still fuck with it the one that her friend was like no it was balsamic vinaigrette and honey that her friend was like no this is the one that is a big word for elmo (laughs) no it that was good that one was so i I, listen i don't like the oil on the one that they serve with yours the one that what i like about mine is that it's simple 
and so, mm. like it's very like these are the base flavors yeah you know yeah and like i love it because it's so like i think such an experience you know i think it might be better for you because you're also eating it with like that meat yes the meat does make it for sure yeah 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 for me like the that gives you more of a palate for your taste yeah for me because i'm only eating the bread and cheese i think the balsamic vinaigrette why is this a food review now and it had <laughs> I really the think honey that, like, yeah it was good i'm not gonna say that it was bad food. it was good it was really i ate good. it but it was also a don't food shame me, don't food shame me. <laughs> it was also like I'm a 20 dollar ball of cheese yeah <laughs> and it was worth every penny yeah I am a garbage disposal when it comes to food. I pretty much eat anything. There's and I not got much my favorite, which was the the butternut squash ravioli. Yeah. So good. It is my favorite dish there, other than maybe the gnocchi. But I find the oil that they use with the gnocchi is just so overpowering that halfway through, I'm like, this is going to go right through me. I've got the mushroom pasta. And it mushroom really- truffle fettuccine. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I fucked that up. And then we came here and got drunk. We and confessed our feelings. To one we got figgy fucked up in the hot tub and we were like, oh my god, uh, I like, love you. Yeah, I'm like, so happy I met you. Yeah, we made a whole plan to run away together. <laughs> Gus behind the camera, like, hold up. <laughs> no, but we definitely made the like we made that. Uh, you're part of my like soul path. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait deep. for us to come back in the next life and meet again. That's that was really cute. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I literally feel like I met. So Michelle and I met years ago, and it was very much like, do you want to take some pictures together? It was a model meetup, and it was like, do you want to take some pictures together? Yeah, I fuck with your vibe. You were very like outgoing and like brought the energy, yeah. and I was still very much like new i think that was my first model meetup or like second model meetup and it wasn't even that good it was pretty it was good i think that yeah. was for like Alex's like we birthday. got good pictures yeah it well i just brought her birthday yeah but there were some photographers there that was just like well i always bring gus that's my thing i yeah. never even shoot with the other photographers yeah there was one i but shot I think... with that i like still talk to now but he's more of like a buddy and even when like the first time i shot with him i was like i don't like this guy oh. i told I'm not gonna blast him on the podcast just for him to be like oh so you didn't like me <laughs> give me like a vibe he was I mean, there right at this point okay his name's Juan <laughs> oh yeah Juan yeah I was gonna say he was there he was, was he? there yeah. yeah so I met him and I he just came off as super cocky to me yeah and he does have a cocky vibe like that is definitely his vibe he's still. no yeah still to this day like he's definitely full of himself I yeah. think he's cocky and any man that's cocky, I'm like, <laughs> so Hi, Gus and I, you're done. <laughs> we're just kind of like, Mwah. was that the first time you met him? Yeah, that was oh the first God, time no I met way. Alex. Like literally everyone in that room. I don't even know how I got invited. I invited you. Did you? Yes. Via Instagram? Yeah, because I followed you for a long time, and then I was like, I'm gonna just shoot my shot inside of the DMs. That's wild. And asked if you wanted to come to the meetup. Yeah, that's wild. And then when you were like, Yeah, I'd love to come. Can I bring my photographer? And I'm like. Fuck yeah, you can. Dope. And then you guys showed up, and I was like, fangirling a little bit, to be honest. Wild. Yeah, manifested. So, so I, guess I made were... it. <laughs> it was, it was, it was uh, orchestrated from the beginning. <laughs> 
so yeah so she sent me the message we met at this model meet we took some cute photos i met juan i was like i don't fuck with this guy years later he dms me and he's like hey want to shoot and i look at his profile and i'm like holy fuck i love his photography yeah so then i told gus i was like this guy asked to shoot i have a shoot set up and he's like you don't like that guy i was like what what are you talking about he's like you straight up like we've met him you don't like him and i was like huh like i've been talking to this guy all week what do you mean i don't like him what happened why don't i remember that's so funny and then but now you guys are like friends yeah now we're friends he wants to hang out oh my god do you want to hang out yes Um, i like one he wanted to hang out tomorrow (laughs) i forgot about it we'll reschedule i have to to pack no i know i was gonna do it after but yeah now you have a thing too i forgot to ask so that's on me we were gonna do it the weekend after but that didn't work out so i'll Mm. ask him for like march uh, May. I was like, <laughs> April. Hmm. I'll ask for next or last month. No, yeah, he wants to hang out. We're going to do like a little board game drinking night at his place. Yeah, aw. And he really wants to hang out with you too. At the photo yeah, shoot, I, I've, I've chatted with him to. a couple times and like I always liked him. Y- he wanted to bring you to the one we just did with the flower petals, but we were doing it during a work day. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a real job. Yeah, and I quit my job so I could start a business that is we're just waiting on. <laughs> so that's how we met, and then we didn't really like talk. Like it was like DM here or there, like and comment on a photo here and there. Yeah, and then miraculously again she sh- she shot her shot, she shooted her shotted, Yay. and she went in my DMs and she was like, "Yo, read this fucking smut book with me." <laughs> yeah. And now we're like here. I said, orchestrated from the beginning. And it feels... That's why I'm dressed like a villain today. <laughs> and I'm dressed like Persephone. You're hating oh, you Persephone by the way, time. you look lovely. Thank you. You look villain-esque. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Where's like, you look like you're going to tell Take the Mercedes. Me, you look like you're going to tell me to get on my knees and kiss your feet. Well, you can. That's just the vibe you're giving. The last... <laughs> the last of us over, I'm like, I have a foot better. You can kiss them if you want. <laughs> I really like when people suck on my toes. <laughs> but I just realized that this I toenail. I was talking about her. This toenail. Look. Don't fucking do that with your feet. <laughs> Why? Look at it. The toenail polish came up a little bit. It's just really funny that you're putting your toe up like that. It's like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me. Well, this one, I have very small petite toes. This one only has got one knuckle. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think all no pinky other toes knuckle. look a little fucked It can't up. bend. No, all pinky toes Anyways. are like that. <laughs> are you turned on? I am so horny. <laughs> I'm so fucking wet right now. I'm turned on. Are you turned on right now? <laughs> that was a lie. But I am turned on. Are you turned it. on? Anyways, welcome back to Lewd Literature. Where we talk about um, literally anything at this point. <laughs> we started off as a book podcast and now we're literally anything we want to be. Yeah, life coach, uh, unlicensed reviewer, therapist, um, sex motivator. I was just going to say sex coach, relationship yeah. advice. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, we should start doing like... Lewd, laugh, love. Lewd, laugh, love. love. Gustavo. New Amazing. hashtag. When we come out with merch, lewd, loud, and it needs to be in that like <laughs> really cheesy font. Yes. Oh my god, that's actually in this really house, funny. We lewd, laugh, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. How many? Yes. 
How am I supposed to lewd laugh love in these conditions? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a new really thing. good thing. That was perfect. Well done. New your contract's renewed. <laughs> we're actually, actually going to start paying you. Oh, my God. For okay. that, you get a paycheck. So, we are talking oh about... Today is going to be a fun episode for y'all. Because we're going to bitch the whole time. Yes. And we may or may not have drank last night. A lot. More than needed. We no. Have, that was I drank needed. a whole bottle. We shared a whole bottle. No, but then I had two ginormous glasses at the restaurant. So that was a half a bottle, and then another half a bottle, and then a quarter. You're right. We drank, yeah, because, oh my God, that was a big, we opened a second bottle of wine when we got here, a big ass bottle. At this point, we're already both smashed, and we (laughs) open up a second bottle, and this is the kind of night it was. Swig, swig, pass. Swig, swig, pass. Back and forth. Let me tell you about my childhood. <laughs> no, yeah. Here you go. It that was like, was so I feel like la 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 la, la la trauma, la 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 <laughs> friendship, la la la. And when I was a kid, la la la, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And it was like, no, me too. Oh my God. I feel the same yeah. way. It was pretty wild. What the fuck? <laughs> That did come off again. <laughs> that was like laying in bed. And we were like, oh my God, it's so funny that I'm gay and you're gay. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking Mother Nature cock blocked me. Yeah. Yesterday but then it was morning. also like, like, how do you go about that and wake up in the morning and be like, hey, so are we going to get breakfast? Yeah, that's true. There was a lot to navigate. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like way too much of a conversation. Yeah. But anyway. it was the first step. <laughs> it was the vibe of yeah. the night. Yeah. It was. It anyways, was we're going to about. Anyways, so we're a little slightly hungover. Hence the Gatorade. the Gatorade, which matches our nails. You can't see Michelle's because she's wearing gloves. And if you're listening, you can't see either. Oh, cute. Matches her toenails. No yeah. feet for free. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, right. They have to sign up to see your feet anyway. Because this is a Patreon Precisely. exclusive. Um, I've been a little late on uploading the videos on Patreon. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, I'm sorry. It's all me. The videos are all me uploading. Do not be mad at Michelle. She's the patron saint of our podcast. But um, yeah, when things are late, it's on me. So I apologize for yeah, that. Bitch at Rose. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the, it takes, it um, takes like 45 minutes to download it from the Google Drive. Yeah. And then it takes an hour and a half to upload on YouTube. And like sometimes, like, Gus has a lot to edit, and we don't pay him shit. So, like, <laughs> if he has paid gigs, obviously those prioritize. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes he's not even done editing till the Thursday. And yeah. I'm like, I can't That's do true. all this. But we have been pretty good getting so. stuff up by Friday, on the weekend at least. Yeah. 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 And the podcast Anyways, audio don't be greedy. We're trying our best over here. We are. This is a two-woman and, like, one husband who unfortunately got dragged along kind of show all right like gus sits behind the camera every single week and just listens to us for three four hours and then he packs up while we stand around picking which tiktok sound to play and then he drives me home after this is hey you know no money our this video is in it is a shout out to Gus. Yeah. Thank you for Thank being you so much. our rock. 
Anyway, all this to say, um, <laughs> we're talking about a book today. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. This is a book podcast. <laughs> I love how this was also. All this to say, I'm leaving you for Michelle. <laughs> no, no, no. We say... already worked it out. Don't worry. No, no. We're both <laughs> you guys are still in the chicken with our husbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> we're so, we lo- we're the just entire roommates. night, we're like, no, I love my husband. <laughs> the whole time, we're like, I'm gay. I love my husband, <laughs> but do you want to fuck? Yes or no? <laughs> Passing the notes under the door. Yeah, yeah. Circle one. But you, okay. you'd be proud. We had separate blankets, you know, for chastity's yeah. sake. <laughs> Gus is like, wait, so you didn't fuck? It's <laughs> like, I wanted to hear the story. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Okay. Now you can ask me. Are you trying to? <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. has to shuffle out the door, legs crossed, like, fuck. <laughs> like, so oh, when's the next sleepover? <laughs> oh, my God. Next time he's sleeping over, but he's just sitting outside the door, like. <laughs> okay. So today we have talked about how annoyed we are about this book before. Yes. Um, we decided to bite the bullet and just so, review it. The other thing is that the Hades perspective of this book is coming out this month and we want to review it. Well, next month. Sorry, next month. Yeah. But we want to review it. But by the time this might come out, it might be next month. So yeah. In May. We want to review it when it drops. Like we want to read it and review it. Obviously, we got to stay a little bit relevant with the times when books release. Yeah. Um, And we are really hyped for his perspective. Especially in this book. We pre-ordered it months ago. Yeah, especially in this book. Did you go somewhere else? No, I just thought um, the book moved. But I'm just hallucinating, so it's okay. You're not wearing glasses. That's a problem. I see shit all the time when I'm not wearing my glasses. Do you? Just because everything's blurry. And, like, lights fuck up my eyes. So, like, like, looking over here, these lights trail in my vision for time. Same. You got, like, a stigmatism or whatever? Yes. Anyway. (gasps) Someone unsent? A message? A message. (gasps) Just be a a thought with your chest, (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what we want to preface in this video is this: we're gonna shit on the book, but this isn't Scarlet Saint Claire slander per se. Per se, I like her books. I like her series. I like her as a writer. I don't want to shit on her. I don't want to make her feel bad. But this book sucked. Yeah, definitely one of the worst ones I've read ever. Not ever, but like within this past year. Okay. Yeah. Well, like last year we read it. Yeah. But I read a lot of books last year and yeah, this one was the worst one. And we'll get into why and you have to read it to continue the series as much filler as You this could is. cliff notes it though. You could, I think. You I could think literally you could. read a couple reviews on it, I think. And, and get be the like, yeah, all right, fair enough. And then yeah. move on. But I was brutal i was shocked and michelle thank god got it on video i (laughs) always look up the reviews before the podcast and i looked up the reviews on this book expecting it to be garbage amazing reviews so obviously some people like this book i think my problem is i hate unnecessary drama there was very much the miscommunication trope in this book, which is our least favorite trope of yeah. all time. Yeah. And there's not much we don't it like. It was, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I fuck with a lot of things, but the miscommunication and just like, no, you're telling me this is dangerous. I'm going to do it anyways. And then the whole like, I got into that situation you told me not to get in now. Yeah, this entire book was... Him um, being like, don't 
do this. And it and wasn't like, even... Mm, I think I'm gonna do it anyway. And it wasn't even like um, toxic, like don't do this. He would be like, please, I love you. Don't do this. And this is why it's for not only your safety, but I will figure it out for us in a healthy way. Yeah. And she was like, I don't want your help. I'm going to do this by myself. Did some toxic ash, like toxic shit in this book. Yeah. And then when everything went to shit, she would cry to him and he would never get upset with her. No, he had to like pick up all the people. Like, and he would get upset a little bit but like sorry yeah he would get upset but he wouldn't get angry with her or like why the fuck would you do this he never did anything like to her the way that she did it to him yeah because he's mature and she's a child yeah that's the one thing i don't like about her character or the way that scarlet wrote persephone she's a 19 year old woman in college and she's acting like she's like and I know she was super sheltered, so maybe that's why, but she acts like such a spoiled fucking brat in these books. Just stupid. Like, yeah. stupid decisions yeah. where, and like, I don't know, maybe it could have been written in a way that made it more clear that she really had no idea about like the other gods and like how powerful they were because she just went and fucked shit up mm-hmm. with the other gods that Haiti was like, don't fuck with these people. Yeah. And she's like, mm, but he flirted with me one time and like, yeah. I'm still alive. It's fine. Or if she was going to write it in a way where Persephone was going to say, fuck everything that Hades tells me to do, I'm going to do it anyway. She could have wrote Persephone as a stronger main character who could figure it out on her own. Instead, she disobeyed Hades' exact wishes, fucked up, and then needed him to fix it all. Yep. Give the man a break. Yep. Man's thousands of years old and has a whole underworld to and fucking then- roll. So in this book, a very, I'm jumping right to the fucking Should I read the back first? Oh yeah, read the back. Okay. A touch of ruin. Persephone's relationship with Hades has gone public and the resulting media storm disrupts her normal life and threatens to expose her as the goddess of spring. Hades, god of the dead, is burdened by a hellish past that everyone's eager to expose in an effort to warn Persephone away. Things only get worse when a horrible tragedy leaves Persephone's heart in ruin. (laughs) and Hades refusing to help. Desperate, she takes matters into her own hands, striking bargains with severe consequences. Faced with the side of Hades she never knew and crushing loss, Persephone wonders if she can truly become Hades' queen. So the other main plot of this book is that Hades proposes to her, and she's like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I want to be queen of the underworld, and then proves several times why she is way too immature to be queen of the underworld. And then he still is begging. Yeah. You want her to rule the underworld with you? <coughs> Bitch is dumb as fuck. Yeah, she was bad. And like, I can't tell you, we both were like, had to put this book down many a times and be like, what? Like, this is just going from bad to worse. So she, okay, okay. So, spoiler alert. This fucking dumb bitch, her annoying roommate, BFF, dead. Dies. Like early in the book too. Yeah, I don't know. She got in a car accident or some shit. And she oh. was in the underworld when it happened. Wait, wait, wait. The big thing is that someone... I don't know why this keeps doing that. Try one more time. Someone was doing shit. It was Demeter, I think, is super toxic in this book series as yeah. well. Like Demeter's kind of like toxic, but so 
brutally toxic in this book. So Demeter was doing shit to keep Hades and Persephone away from each other, like brutal ass toxic yeah. shit. Um, so we thought that maybe Demeter had killed Persephone's best friend and like to try and pin it on someone else, right? We never found out who it was, but someone was doing shit in this book to fuck with Persephone and Hades. Do you remember? I don't. A huge storyline of this book is like there's someone. No, I know I that someone's fucking is. with them. Like I, rem- I think it is De- um, Demeter, Demetri, Demeter, Demeter. But it's like <laughs> someone that she's hired. Yes. That keeps doing yes fucked up shit. Oh, um, it's coming back to me. But anyway, we think it's her and then we find out that Demeter had nothing to do with this tragic accident so I'm hoping in his perspective we find out what actually happened to the friend because he would have had to judge her life I thought she got in like a car accident well she was walking across the street oh, and, and someone hit her got hit by a car yes or she was driving and got like f- demolished by another car but it was like the weirdest tragedy no she was walking and got hit by a car yeah and then I think the car took off or something. Yeah, and no one ever found out who did it. So yeah. that's why everyone was like, okay, Demeter did this or So what? then, anyway, so the friend's dead. And Persephone being a stupid she's, fucking bitch. She's in the hospital dying, so she's in the in-between. So she gets to choose. Yeah. That's what she, she was in purgatory. But she's like, <laughs> I don't understand this. Because literally, you, this bitch spends time with souls in the underworld. And it's like, mm, my main friend should be on Earth. That's like the only reason why I want to be here is because she's there. And blah, 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 blah. Right? I'll give so, you my theory on that in a minute. Yeah. So she is like, well, I'm going to strike a fucking deal with it's Apollo. Is it not? She asks Hades first. That's why she goes to Yeah. Apollo. And Hades is like, don't fuck with Apollo. So what... I, I'm sorry that I keep like jumping it's okay. here, but this is exactly what happened because this is what one of the biggest things that pisses me off. Hades, ruler of the underworld, obviously knows how this shit works. So Persephone's best friend is in the hospital in a purgatory. She's in a coma. Yeah. So what that means is that her soul is getting an option. Do you want to leave Earth and come to the underworld or do you want to return to your body and continue your life? in the upper world, whatever, or the earth, earth Earth realm. So Hades knows her, can sense that her spirit is deciding. Yeah. And Hades says her spirit has decided. Her spirit wants to pass to the underworld. Yeah. Like, don't fuck with this. She doesn't want to come back. Let her spirit decide. It's her choice. And Persephone was but does like... She, but does he tell her that right away? Yes. Because I thought he was more like, no, like she needs to choose, like let her make her own choice, leave her alone. But I don't think he okay. tells her, like he says she needs to choose right. this and that. And then Persephone just doesn't believe him because later on in the book, because spoiler alert, she fucking does all this crazy shit with Apollo to bring her back. Yeah. Boom. There goes her best friend, depressed, because she's like, she comes Bitch. back. She and comes back and her like, soul is not with her body it's anymore. It's like broken. She's yep. crying all the time. She's super depressed. And she's like, why the fuck? So first of all, most of this book is Persephone going through these lengths of shit to do her deal and her bargain with Apollo to get some arrow of life or some shit, which then he shoots into her. She comes back alive. Boom. Her friend's like, the fuck did you do? Like, I literally chose to go. She doesn't want to talk to her. She's like, I was so happy. Yeah. And she's like, and the person goes, 
but I was doing this for you. And she's no, like, no, not. bitch. You were doing that for yourself. Yeah. And then, so well, most yeah. of this book, it's leading up to this big monumental moment. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, she's stupid, stupid. Like this whole book. And then she ends up killing me- herself. Yeah. This whole book showed me just how selfish Persephone is. So yeah. selfish. Yeah. So basically, yeah, Hades is like, it is her decision what she wants to do like let her decide yeah. and he was also like i have told you time and time again and i tell everyone i do not have the authority to bring someone back because if i bring that yes someone else dies yes who, whose time it is not time for yes because that oh my god that's a huge thing because he because yeah. their whole big fight is that he won't bring what's her name lena lena i don't remember what the fuck her name is I think it starts with an L. Lena? Leah? It's the friend that we talked about in the first book where we were like, she had Lexa. Lexa. She had zero point in the first book. The only purpose of her character is to die in this book. That is (laughs) literally literally the purpose of her character. Literally. Well, she brings her to Nevernight and then in the first book. Right. And then fucks off for the rest of the book. And then, I mean, she could have got herself, right? Yeah. But anyways, so... Then, so then here comes Lexa coming back from the dead. Yeah. But, so no, no, no. And then, yeah, when and they, Hades, Hades is like, that's why the they're only fighting. person I do not, like out of everyone, the one person I do not want you to talk to is Apollo. He's scummy. He's awful. He will strike disgusting Which I think deals with we you. Are, we end up actually, we do like him. We do like him in the end and he does become like a good character. But it's because of Persephone. Yeah. And it's like he... But I think it's, like, him and Hades have this beef. Yes. That's kind of where it, like, comes from. Like, there's past yeah. beef. So and Apollo, like, being the scumbag he is, to piss off Hades makes the deal kind of like in um, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. Where he's like, you have to spend one week out of the month with me. Or you That's have to... That's literally what it is. You have to come hang out with me whenever I ask. Whenever I ask. Yeah. Yeah. So he will just zoom in. <laughs> Him and her and Hades will be in a fight. He'll just zoom in and be like, bye, take her and just bloop, blip out. Yeah. And also, like, we're also learning more in this book about how, like, um, which will be really interesting in the uh, Game of Retribution, which I think is coming out May 18th, I want to say, I, is the release sounds date. Sounds right. But um, because we learn a little bit through <laughs> Persephone that... Um, she is finding out that how powerful she is and yeah. her and Hades like union and how like crazy how it's fucking up with all the other gods because like they're getting very it's getting really antsy in the Olympia right like it's yes. very like there's a lot of tension so then with Apollo stealing fucking Persephone away all the time is such a huge thing because if they became like that power couple, that's like a whole different fucking ball game. Yeah. And like it's disrupting these like power balances. And so it's the I think, whole thing about the third book is their power dynamic. Yes. And like the and then even like hate like oh So my no God. one wants but them yeah, to get hey, married. They have this huge fight, like Hades and Persephone, because because Hades won't just bring back And Lexa. he has good fucking reasons. And he tells her that. And she's still like she basically that's off air she basically uses that um so there is this mother and i think the first book 
or second book. Oh, Apollo and Persephone go to Hades' office, and then hate they hear Hades coming. So Apollo takes her, and they hide in the mirror. And they no, that watch was Hermes. Oh, was it Hermes? But okay. she but finds they, out that whole situation yes. and she, that yes yeah, she so uses mother, that against him yeah a mother came in with her like daughter that was dying of like leukemia or something yeah. and the mother struck a deal with hades and hades brought her the her daughter's soul back from purgatory but what he obviously didn't say and what persephone didn't know is that means every time he does that he has to bargain with the fates yeah. so when he bargains with a human for a life he then has to bargain after that with the fates and the fates get to decide a random person to kill and hades despite being god of the dead whatever or sorry not god of the dead king of the underworld whatever he has a really guilty conscience mm-hmm. about having to kill somebody else someone still has to die the fates still need yeah. a soul and i mean i know that he does end up explaining that later on in the book yeah. and then persephone's like oh you're telling me i should have just had a conversation with you yeah so as you were saying she does use that against him later the mother thing she's like well you brought back that dying leukemia kid soul <laughs> yeah how dare you save a child what but about not my, my friend, friend who's decided to die i think the other thing was that hades could tell that child wanted to go back to its body yeah like yeah if a soul or the soul hadn't decided yet but lex's soul had decided that was like the big issue i think I'm not 100%. And then, like, Apollo doesn't explain it either because Apollo knows it's that as well. It's not his place. Yeah, so he's like, all right, you want to fuck up your... And he, and I think Apollo and Hades have such a deep-rooted, like, issues that he's like, oh, you want me to fuck with Hades? No problem. You want yeah. me to have him to have to go bargain for another soul to die? No fucking problem. My pleasure. I also think at this point, Apollo doesn't realize how badly he wants and needs a friend when he's making yeah. this deal with Persephone. So when he brings back... So Apollo does end up bringing back Lexa with one of his healing arrows because he is a god of like life and light, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, something like that. So he uses one of his healing arrows, shoots Lexa in the heart. She comes back to life, but she's still in this coma state at first. Um, but I think that for him, he's like, she's going to learn the worst lesson of her life Mm -hmm. and this is all going to be on her but i don't think he realizes how much it just is going to destroy persephone yeah and then he regrets it which is so funny because she deadass kills herself in like the end of the book it wasn't even it was a couple chapters in yeah so like the whole time she comes back and obviously hades is like what the fuck did you do because she was set to come to the fucking underworld. And you could see her every damn day. Oh, right. And then, right. so she's oh in. Okay, so it's like the field. I can't remember what the field is called. But it's where like broken souls go to like heal. And Lexa does not know who Persephone is. She's very like just trying to heal and learn about her life again. So not only, not only does Persephone fuck with lexa's decision to die yep and be, live in the underworld she also <clears throat> then went and i guess it's like in the book which like trigger warning whatever if you kill yourself you end up having to like be in this field where you like heal and you don't know anything about your life and you just kind of like so basically instead of being like like when you die normally and pass over to the underworld you get relieved of like a lot of your emotion about like death and whatever 
but you still get to remember your life yeah. that you passed from. So like sometimes like parents and kids get reunited. Yeah. Like it's really great. Uh, they have a whole village. Persephone visits the village all the time. Like yeah. she she's friends with some of the souls. But when you kill yourself or you had a really traumatic death, your soul literally can't bear the memories. So all of your it. memories get wiped. They go through that river, the forgetful river. They the have to river drink of from sticks, it. right? Six? Yes, sticks. I think and, so. Yeah, so. And they have to drink from it and then they yes. forget everything and yes. they're in that field wandering around. So then Persephone yep. loses, loses her friend. And because now she, and then she goes and like visits her once a week just to like chat and but like get to know her again. But because she's lost all of her memories, she's not the same person that she used to be. She's a completely different person now. Yeah. Because she doesn't have all of that life experience that helped shape her into <sighs> the friend that she had. So she could have my, my, my. could have let her friend had her decision and could have seen her friend every fucking day for the rest of eternity. Yeah, but and she instead was like, mm-hmm. she was like, "Man, I wanted to be on Earth. I wanted to be on Earth." And this is another thing that pisses me off about Persephone is her like want to be a part of Earth. Yeah, bitch, we're and here. Like, it's not a good time. And she wants to be immortal so bad, as if the gods aren't on Earth all the time. She's like, but I want a normal life. I want to be like Hannah Montana. I want to be like a journalist. <laughs> I want to be like Spider-Man. I want a journalist. I don't want to write about the gods, but like my literal job is to write about the gods. Mm. And like a whole conflict in this book is that like she doesn't want people to find out she's the goddess of spring because in this book, like no one can know Demeter had a daughter. Like, that's a big thing in this book. The gods can't know Demeter had a daughter because Demeter in this book, it wasn't Zeus that raped her. It was she begged the fates for a daughter. And as a slap in the face, they said, we'll give you a daughter. But she's fated to your worst enemy, which is Hades. So that's how Scarlet wrote their story. But I think in the actual story, I'm pretty sure Zeus, that was a whole plot. Of why Demeter hated the gods so much. I don't think no, so. No, I'm like but I don't 99% sure. I Because remember at the like, end of no the one, third book, she's like, I understand like your trauma and your shit and like this and that. Yep. They like okay. kind of reconcile and then her mom's yes, like, yes, just yes. kidding. I'm going to fuck everything up. But I'm pretty sure like all that happened. But Demeter's like infertile. Like she can't have kids. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yes, she was raped by Zeus, but that's not her dad. I, yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. So, yeah. So like Allegedly. that's that's a whole plot thing in the book. And <sighs> so because no one can know that she's actually a god and blah, blah, blah. It's an issue. Yeah. With people finding out that she is a god. So that's why also her power is. And then have isn't in this book like Hades goes to Olympia for like the whole meeting and then she just pops up? Is that in this book or the third he one? He gives her the helmet of invisibility and is I believe that the that's third that's the third one. I don't think they were married yet though. But they don't get married in the beginning of the book. Right. I'm not sure which book that was in. It must have been the third one, because the second book, Hades only pops up he's rarely for the conflict which is why the next book is going to be so interesting because he's going to be in olympia most of the time and like hunting down that other guy too yeah like there's a lot of i like hades side because it's such a mis like he's like a detective he's like sherlock holmes in this bitch yeah and his version of the story i'm so excited for it me too i'm really looking for it but they do get engaged yes finally and it's very cute and like at, yeah. I, they do have some good sex like i think in the that's the hide and seek one now in the second book 
Is it the second one I think or the third one? one? No, I think it's the one. I love... Okay, let's talk about the smut. Also, I just realized that all the chapters have a pomegranate yeah. on it. That's really cute. Yeah. What's the story with the pomegranate? <gasps> Let me fucking tell you. Okay, so OG mythology. Yeah. Okay? Demeanor doesn't like Hades. Yes. Persephone, she's like, oh my god, but I... She ends up getting kind of tricked into going to the underworld but then she starts like fucking with Hades and she likes him and then I mean some mythology it says that Hades tricked her but in other mythology they've always been this power couple that always loved each other which if you think about it I mean the ones that I like is that she was and it's very detailed like there's kind of these two different stories but it's the it's very detailed in each one but basically, she goes into the underworld and she, like, Demeter's like, you have to come back. She goes through all this shit to, like, bargain with all these other gods to, like, get Persephone to come back. Like, I think she even bargains with Zeus and all this shit. Oh, my God. So she ends up, um, Persephone ends up getting um, brought back. Like, I can't remember who did it. Like, it was one of the messenger. It might have been Hermes, to be honest. But he gets, so she well, gets. Hermes knows all the tea. Yeah. So. And she gets swept back up into Earth. She's pissed. So she goes back down into the underworld. And um, in the underworld, if you eat anything from the underworld, you're like soul tied to being there. Yes. So she eats a pomegranate. And then okay. um, I, well, I will never forget as a kid, like the illustrations of like her in the underworld, like eating from this tree. It's really cool. I'll have to try and find the picture. In uh, Lore Olympus, the pomegranate tree is a huge part of the book. Yeah, because that's like the OG mythology. And even like, depending on what story, whether she was tricked into eating the fruit or she chose bumps. to eat it, it is the pomegranate every time. And then what happens is... Demeter so depressed that her daughter's now basically bound to the underworld that she says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm fucking up Earth. And that's where winter came from. And she killed everything and made everything winter and froze the humans out. And then the gods are like, but my worshippers. So then Zeus makes a deal with Hades and Persephone to be like, okay, six months of the year you have to be on Earth. And then the other six months you're in... The underworld. So that's where we get seasons, which is so that's cute. Really fun. So that's where we get seasons. So like Persephone right now is coming back. She's back on Earth with Demeter and then Demeter's happy and Persephone's happy to be with her mom because like they have a better relationship yeah. in like the OG mythology. Yeah. And that's where spring and summer come from. And then when she goes back to be with Hades in the underworld, Demeter's all depressed and that's where we get winter. That's crazy. That's literally how, like, that's the mythology of, like, season. That's, that's why I love cute. Greek mythology, because it explains everything. Yeah, like, the sun everything. coming up, and the moon coming up, and, like, the chariot. Like, even Echo is, like, a nymph who, like, falls in love and gets, like, cursed yes. to literally repeat everything that, because um, she's in love with nar- Narcissus, or whatever Narcissus, which ends up, and he is obsessed with himself, and just looks into, like, the reflection and talks yeah. to himself. Yeah. <laughs> and There's he gets cursed, too. Echo, I believe, in Lore Olympus. Yeah, so Echo falls in love with him, but she's cursed with only being able to say what other people say back to her. I just realized where the storyline's gonna go in Lore Olympus. I'm so sorry to break it to you. Yeah, so she's in love, and then, like, <laughs> she can't... She can't be, like, she can't get in a relationship with anybody because it's just, (laughs) she can't talk to them. They say something and she says something back and that's where we get echoes from. 
So if you hear an echo of your own voice, like the nymph is around you. I knew that one. But like I totally forgot that that was like a Greek mythology thing. There's Um, so many. I'm trying. So many. My toesies are cold. Kid reviews for A Court of Wings and Ruin. A Court of Thorns and Roses book three. Kid? That's what it says. That's not for children. Maybe they mean a goat. It does contain lots of smut, though. These chapters are easily avoidable if you feel uncomfortable reading them. Though, if a child of age 11 feels comfortable, dot, dot, dot. Excuse me? Bro, they be fucking in the tent. This is a smutty book. This title has... Oh, this isn't even the book that we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, that's an 18 plus book. What the fuck you mean an 11 yeah. year old feeling comfortable? No, le- yeah, of course an 11 year old's going to be like, sex? My children will be reading smut books. I'll be like, you're horny? Here you go. No porn. No porn for Cut you. No visuals until you're older. But your turn on, here you go. Here's a book. I'm going to like fuck it up with parental locks. My kids will not <laughs> find porn. Um... Anyway, what I was looking up was I was trying to find if, like, online I could see, like, where the smut scenes from this book were. Because they fight so much in this book. They do. They do have some angry sex, though. Yes. But I I looked up a touch of ruin smuts. I should look up smut scenes. Or sex scenes, I guess. Not everyone fucks with the word smut. Sex scenes. Yeah, this book is... Well, and then she gets fucking assaulted by that guy. That was so random. Oh, this this line is cute. Sorry, what was that? In this book, this is where Persephone gets um, assaulted by yeah. the random dude. But he was oh, so fucking right. random. Like so, this random fucking janitor pops up like, hey, you need me to hide you in this garbage bag while I take you out the back because everybody's obsessed right. with you and Hades dating so you can't go out the front door. And she's like, oh my God, So she keeps vibes. getting like, I forgot about this. She keeps getting like bombarded by the media and like everyone's trying to get her photos and she can't like walk into work without getting like, people are like throwing shit at her. Yeah. So like- Which- Hades fucks that guy up. Yeah. So I'm excited to read his perspective of fucking fucking that guy up. Hades goes dark mode. Yeah. I love too that like Hermes and Amaranth. Amaranth? Yeah. Hecate? I'm I'm like something about saying Amaranth doesn't sound right. (laughs) Who's Amaranth? Amaranth from uh, Touch of Darkness? No. What's your name? Hecate? Yeah, in this book. What's the one from A, a Court of Thorns and Ro- Roses that I was like, she reminds me so much of Hecate. Oh, Amran? Yes! <laughs> That's what I'm saying! <laughs> anyway, I love how Hermes and Hecate are always like around when Hades is like, I'm gonna fuck this bitch up, and they're always like, Ugh. They're like, well, oh, Hecate now. is like, okay. And yeah. <laughs> Hermes is always like, you gotta do that right now while I'm here. Um, how am I supposed to live, live laugh, love, love in these conditions? conditions. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see Hades go crazy because he's fucking dark in these books. He is. This is his like, he's dark sadistic. Mode. Sadistic? Yeah. So, so I'm excited. Sexy. He's yeah. like, I just tortured a man. Let's fuck. Oh, and yeah. She's like, okay. okay. I'm but mad yeah, at you. So. So this guy basically, and this becomes like a huge trauma for Persephone going forward. And like it, it actually stunts her sex with Hades at one point because he like, she asks him to tie her up so that yeah. she can like overcome it. Okay. 
Long story short, this <laughs> the long story this janitor long, who's like helping around. He's like, I'm your BFF. You're friending with your man. Come, like, let's just talk. And, and like, he out. gave me creeper vibes from me too. One. Which and but the thing is, is he was so random. And then for this random fucking mortal to like be able to like. But I think his name is in mythology. Like, I think she named his character after a character in mythology that's, like, a Yeah, probably. I mean, Adonis was a name in mythology. That's a Greek mythology name. Yeah. But he wasn't a god. He was a mortal. He was a hewer. Well, so is this guy. Yeah, I know. But how do you do all that to a god? I'm confused. He didn't have no magical... Oh, no, he did. The he, vines, yeah. right? So he, he basically drugged her with this powder. Yeah. I don't remember how he got it. Like this. Ready? Yeah, did he, like, blow it in her face? I think so. Oh, she was trying to get out or something. So she went into the basement. She was, like, looking for him. The elevator, like, landed on a lower level or some shit. Oh, my God. And then she went into his room, like, janitor closet area to look for him. And it's, like, full of sketchy shit. There's photos of her, news articles about her. And then he has a book with her name written on it. So she picks it up like a notebook and he has all these poems written about her and shit. And like, yeah. And then she flips to a page and it's like a list, uh, like pliers, uh, rope, chains, like, and she's like, what the fuck? It's a checklist, like a murderer's checklist. Yeah. And then she's like, what the fuck? And then she turns around. He's like, <laughs> yep. Drugs her. She and then, wakes like, up tied to a chair. Yeah. And then he's like, let me sniff that puss. Yeah. So I don't think he actually no, touches he her, no, but he, he like, he like, he's like creeping up on her. Yeah. He like spreads her legs. Yeah. And is like running his hands up. And as she get, as he gets like close to her cooch, <laughs> she lets go of some power or something. And Hades. So with that powder, Hades can't sense where she is. Yeah. But he has the ability to sense where she is because of their soul tie or something. Do they they don't have the rings in this book. It's in the next book, is it not? When he proposes to her, she has it. So she might have had it in this book, but I think he took it from her. Cause this was like right at the end. When this, all this was shit like goes down. like something about the walls or something. Hades couldn't sense her. So not only was it like the ring, something about the ring was like the mortal knew something about the ring. So no, he like covered it. I don't think so. Well, it wasn't until her powers awoke and she like pushed that guy away that Hades immediately was able to sense her. Yeah. Because she was awake now and her powers were awake. Before that, Hades couldn't find her. Yeah. So he shows up just in the lick of time. Yeah. Does he torture him on the spot? Bro, he kills him. He just kills him to Tartarus and then fucks him up. He like kills him and then brings him back to life for torture in Tartarus. That's what yeah. happened or something. Or like he didn't kill him, but he like took his soul to torture in Tartarus. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure he kills him. Like, he kills him in human form and then takes his soul to Tartarus. Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Don't go. Yeah. And he like rips him apart, like disembowels and then like like is letting crows like pick out his organs or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, he does some fucked up shit to him, which fair enough. And like, he just like he, he just it. sits there and like watches it happen in his office. No, he literally goes down whenever he, I think he's like when he's pissed, he goes down there and like beats the crap out of him. Yeah. And then goes back up. Right. And right. he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Anytime he's in a bad mood, he like 
He'll just reverse him out. back into his soul being Yeah, like he's like, all right, man. let's put all your guts inside and then... Yeah. Yeah. And then otherwise, he's paralyzed on the floor. Crow's picking away at his organs. Could you... Anyway. <laughs> and he's like cursed to like being awake and alive or awake yeah, during like, the whole process. Yeah. So like... Yeah. sadistic as fuck in these books but i mean and then they play hide and seek and fuck in the garden yeah it's very cute but yeah that must have happened before though because they were on good terms once they got engaged which tends to happen right. to a lot of couples the, so the first like <laughs> cor- like the first few pages of the book you're like they're happy and in love what's this but the what's this is the entire book literally <laughs> so this cute little quote i just found on google trying to look for the smut persephone's confidence wavered are you saying you wouldn't fight for me Hades sighed and brushed his finger along her cheek. Darling, I would burn this world for you. I just saw a quote on, um, I'm wearing gloves. Can you swipe up, please? Nice. I wanted, Ugh. Oh. I wanted like the, uh, if I push really hard, it'll go. I wanted someone to say like where the sex scenes were, like, where are our reviewers like this chapter this page i know that's what we should start doing we should we need to start doing like where is all the sex scenes in certain books because i think people would be interested in that especially if you want to go back to a book that you really liked you're gonna want to go back to all the sexy scenes sometimes of course this is another um quote in a touch of ruin persephone he said I would have chosen you a thousand times over. The fates be damned. I love that. Please the fates be damned. become my wife. Rule beside me. Let me love you forever. <laughs> Daddy Hades, we love you. Hades will not kneel to your every whim, she said. I don't expect him to kneel, Persephone said, though it would be a nice touch. <laughs> love. <sighs> Anyways, shall we read some reviews? Yeah, how deep are we into this, babe? 53. Perf. 53. Perf. I need another 45 minutes. Well, <laughs> this was a Patreon one. So. This? No, no this is like an episode episode. But, but we're only been going so over. Like, I think an hour is such a good time. And we've been... Like, I think like an hour and 20 is a good time. Like, my podcasts are usually an hour and 20, hour and a half that I listen to. The ones that are good... <laughs> I just, I don't like, like, putting a limit on it. You yeah. know what I There's mean? There's no if you're limit. Enjoying the vibe, I'm just saying, like, an hour is good. I'm saying you're wrong. <laughs> okay. As I said, A Touch of Darkness, shockingly good reviews. 4.8 <laughs> out of 5 on Barnes & Nobles. Confused. And 3.8 out of 5 on Confused. Goodreads. I hated this book. But I only screenshotted the bad reviews. Because <laughs> I was should... like, need validation here. Yeah, same, 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 okay. same, same. Only 2% of the reviews and like 3%. Okay, 2% were like 1 star. And 3% were like 2 star. And the rest were 3, 4, 5. Which is shocking to me. Like, so I can see people giving it a 3 because it was very plot based. I would give it and a three. As no, two point five for me. But as we know, are you on Goodreads? Yeah. Goodreads, they love a good plot. You know what I'm saying? All of our smart reviews, people yeah. are like, oh, the plot. Where did it go? Like, bitch, but Goodreads shut is up. like also where people are writing like novels in their own yeah. for their reviews, and I'm. It's a little much for me. This girl. Has a thousand three hundred and two book reviews. 
1,302. How do you read 103,002 books and then go and write a review about it? Yeah, that's commitment. Either you're working from home or you're not doing much. She could be a blogger. That could be a job. Mm -hmm. It, It could be. It could be. Could be. Anyway, I'm not talking shit. I'm talking shit, but I mean, live your life, girl. I just personally don't. That's have just patience. a lot of work. Yeah, and her reviews are like, long. <laughs> as we say, as we have a little podcast to review books. <laughs> like, oh my, this person writes a review every time we finish a book. We're like, okay, hour twenty podcast. <laughs> wow, we need to Word. shut the fuck up. Okay, Word. continue. <laughs> we need to be put in our place. <laughs> we just call ourselves out. Yeah. Just called ourselves out. But sometimes you need to check yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, I mean, I like to wreck myself and then check myself. I feel like I, that's how you it's learn It's a toss-up for me. How are you going to learn a lesson if you don't wreck yourself first? Well, you can check yourself and then still wreck yourself. You can. Yeah. And that's a double whammy of a lesson. <laughs> yeah, I right. knew better and I still fucked up. <laughs> I love those ones. Yeah, those are you just tough. Oof. You learn a good lesson that way. Oh. You're like, yeah. all right, universe, and then you you're, made your point. But then you're also tempted to do it again because you made it through the first time. <laughs> do a flip. <laughs> okay. Anyway, two stars by Lily. Okay, Lily. Our review queen. Okay. I only have one question at the end of this book. What the fuck happened to you, Persephone? I feel like this whole book was one giant mess. After reading book one and loving it, and giving it five stars even, I wondered what the hell happened to the characters in this book, mainly Persephone. I struggled each chapter to get to the end, and it was arduous. Arduous? I believe you. Thank you. (laughs) I feel like the conclusion or the development they got from book one got swiped clean, and now they have to build it up. I'm trying to see it in a more logical standpoint. I do agree that Persephone might need to learn more about letting go and accepting what happened have to happen. What had and to all. have happened? What happened have to happened and all. Fair enough. <laughs> what I don't <laughs> like was how she ex- acted during the said learning point. She never did truly learn in the end. She never really got that moment of clarity of how her decisions were wrong and contemplated it maturely. Um, sure, she was sad and regretted it, but I don't see how she learned from it. You know what? That's so true because even yeah. in the next book, like not even a, oh my God, I was so stupid. I can't believe I did that. Like now I've yeah. really learned my lesson. Like she matures more in, this, in the third book, but it's more of like be- her becoming more confident in her like abilities and her powers and her place versus like, being like, wow, I was fucking stupid. And, like, she kind of mourns, obviously, her friend's death. But, like, she's never like, holy shit, this is all my fault and I ruined my friend's life. She's mourning herself losing her friend. Yes. She's not mourning her friend's loss of self. Yes. Which is fucked up. Yes. And I think a whole reason of why I don't like Persephone in this series and what makes me question scarlet is scarlet's like i wrote persephone about myself i'm like oh girl don't say that i'm like listen i like you as an author but i don't think we could be friends <laughs> it makes me question her as a person for sure like you yeah. wrote this unless she wrote it as being like oh this was like me when i was younger and i was stupid and like i had no idea what i was doing yeah but like you didn't learn from your lessons why isn't persephone like i don't understand That's that actually a good point 
No. It's what, babes? <laughs> like she just, <laughs> she just posted, <laughs> she just posted a post being like, what I was told versus what happened. So like what I was told, I can tell you that it's incredibly difficult to ever get 10K a month with a traditional publisher and then like swipe and it goes, what happened? Laughs in six figures per month. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> She's very like, y'all said this wasn't gonna pop off. First of all, if you didn't have TikTok, I don't think this book would have popped off. TikTok helped so many authors. TikTok got us our Ice Planet Barbarian beautiful covers, first of all. And <laughs> I'm also I manifesting actually, right now that we get the bookish box. I can't even tell you how badly I want it. Yeah, anyway, same. continue. No, I, I actually listened to this person talking about how TikTok is um, such a huge opportunity for these like new authors with yeah. these great ideas because also it is artists. hard becoming, yeah, like it is hard becoming a successful writer because there's so many writers, there's mm -hmm. so many books, like, you know, what makes your book different and mm -hmm. this and that. But because of like TikTok and like the book talk like community, really launching these people's books even if they're like okay mm -hmm. just out to so many people yeah it's like and I just feel like love you Scarlett St. Clair but I feel like she doesn't give the fandom that Enough much credit. credit like she's like I was told I was gonna be unsuccessful here I am making bank and it's kind of like but how did you get there you blew up on TikTok yeah like dead ass and she never mentions it and you have a strong ass and the, fan base yeah Huge and then base. and then she shits on the people who like Hades perspective. Hades perspective more and being like can you just not say this yeah it's really weird it's a very interesting I vibe. like I don't think she's problematic I just think that like I don't she's very much her. like Persephone <laughs> I don't know her and I don't want to shit on her, but like I don't get a good vibe from her either. You know what I mean? Like as a yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know her. So can I say anything? No, I've literally only seen her posts on Instagram. So I can't really judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some of the shit she review. says, I'm like, girl. Oh my God. And then saying like, this is very fighting touch for Persephone. I'm like, this is very touch of Rue and Persephone of you. <laughs> I'm dead. You should comment that. That's funny as fuck. But again, say what you will about TikTok. I've seen it change people's yeah. lives. And if you're on the wrong side of TikTok, that sounds like a you problem. Like, yeah, you're watching straight men thirst traps or like kids dancing. Get. I've never seen a kid on my for you page unless a parent posted it. Yeah, and it's like some funny shit of them falling over. Yeah, or being like fuck. <laughs> anyway, so to this review continues with. All that I got from her is this book was a massive contradiction to what she was and what she said. I don't know whether this is the point that the author wanted to make or she failed to make her character consistent. Hell, I don't even know who is Persephone anymore. She was bratty, wimpy, annoying, insecure. This one I can let it slide sometimes. Jealous and incredibly stupid. I thought it would turn around in the end, have some sort of inner growth arc to her character, but the conclusion to all these issues were dealt with poorly. Um, she made a stupid decision after stupid decision. Then she blamed other people, Hades, Apollo, Jason, for driving to do that stupid decision, for making her that way. It was all about her and none about other people's feelings or considerations. 
which is why I like Hades' perspective. Yeah. In the end, I didn't get what the book was trying to achieve. I don't like Persephone at all in this book. Hades was just there, being the complacent starstruck lover and shoulder to cry on for our messy heroine. He wasn't the king of the underworld anymore, but a normal guy with obsessive mer- mercurial love, and I pitied him. Pitied him for having a woman like Persephone beside him. This is not what I was hoping for when I jumped into this book. It ruined me, really. An APT way of saying, considering the title? I I don't know. So, makes sense. Oh, a touch of ruin. Um, It ruined me. An appropriate way of saying, considering the title. Yeah. Yeah. So, I absolutely agree with all of that. Me too. Persephone was so... So like, frustrating. I literally closed the book and put it down so many times because I literally wanted to rip it from the spine. I feel like I probably have messages from you where I'm like, what the fuck is this? Let's see if I can find it. It'll be on Discord. Oh, it's right. It's where we were chatting at the time. I had um, your phone number because you were like a little sketched out by me or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. I was like, I don't fucking know this bitch. Yeah. Can't give her my number. Oh, you know what it was? It's that when I give people my phone number, it my um if you have an iPhone, all of my legal information shows up. Yeah, I know. As a contact. So I gotta make sure someone's because I've been doxxed before by like a bitch ass girl in the community. So I gotta make sure that I'm not gonna get doxxed again. Um Okay, so <laughs> this dumbass bitch, Lindsay. <laughs> no offense, Lindsay, but you stupid. Comment five stars. Oh, wow. Time for me to have yet another unpopular opinion. If you keep having this many unpopular opinions, Lindsay. <laughs> That's her starting off point? That's yeah. weird. I thought this book was better than the first one. <gasps> oh, my. Okay. I'm even I'm able to in. tell you why. She has four bolded points here. Okay. Point one. Persephone's love language is definitely words of affirmation. And so is mine. So I, too, know what it's like to be an insecure idiot if I'm not constantly reassured. Unfortunately, it would seem Hades' love language is physical touch. So these two do a terrible job of being clear on their feelings. Makes for great tension. See item number two. (laughs) I am literally too stunned to speak. Imagine writing a book review and, like, exposing yourself for being a toxic bitch. I mean, I get being, like, insecure. I love a good word of affirmation. But, like, if you're causing fights with your man just to get him to, like, tell you that you look pretty. Gus, like, I play fight with Gus where, like, I'll be like, okay, like, can you just tell me you love me? And he'll be like, yes, I love you. And I'm like, "Um, but you just scoffed first. So, like, now you're mad at me? So I do shit like that. But I'm not like, oh, yeah, you're not going to tell me you love me and instead you want to fuck me? I'm going to go fuck my neighbor instead. Which is basically <laughs> like what doing, Persephone does. Or being like, like, so you're, you don't think I'm pretty. Oh, so you don't love me. Okay, I'm going to go hang out with someone else who thinks I am pretty and who actually does love me. Oh, so you're not going to respect my and, time? And Hades is literally like, you're my queen, let me eat your ass. And she's like... <laughs> Um, I just needed words of affirmation. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. That's actually how this whole book plays out. That's what I'm telling He's you. He's literally begging her on his knees all the time, begging her to A, open her legs, and B, marry him and become his queen for all of eternity. And she's like, can you just like tell me my hair looks good? 
can you just tell me I'm doing a good job? He's like, everything you're doing right now is literally so stupid. <laughs> like, you're no, fucking up your life. Well, Please yes. stop doing this. But he's she's also... Like, oh, but what about any words of affirmation? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's that's soup. the whole trope. If soup. he just said, like, wow, you're so gorgeous and amazing and everything you do is perfect. You're such a good journalist. She mm-hmm. wouldn't have done all this stupid shit. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have had a book. Which honestly might have been true. I'm like, <laughs> anyway. Wow. So this uh, dumb bitch, Lindsay, continues to say, oh, yeah. love you, Lindsay. No, Number I don't. Number two, jealousy all over the place. That's a reason for a five star from her. Me in real life. Jealousy in relationship is toxic. Do not put up with that. Me, a reader. Fuck yes. Everyone is jealous and the tension is a hundred and the eventual spice will be chef's kiss. I'm aware it makes no sense, but I don't even care. Persephone is jealous of everyone pretty. Hades is jealous if she mentions a dude's name at the wrong time. I'm here for it. Which, yes, I love when Persephone brings up a man and Hades is like, Who? He's like, Get the fuck. Don't say that. Per- That's, yeah. um. No, never mind. I'm thinking of I had an ex once that was like, like jealousy kink. Like, he wanted to hear me talk about other dudes I fucked. Hmm. I think he was just a cuck. <laughs> anyway, I hope he's doing awful. I fucking hate that man. <laughs> Number three, you get to see more of everyone. I was pleased to see a lot more of Hermes. Persephone also doesn't spend lots of time at work. Thank God. So we get to meet some new characters while getting to know old ones. I don't think I would ever really care about Lexa, but here we are. Just don't yeah. give a fuck about her. No one cares about no, Lexa. No, you know what I care about? how bad of a friend persephone was to her awful friend lexa deserved so much better she really did i don't really care about her as a character but i'm excited to see her development so the one thing was her and um who's the god of the dead i i the yeah bringer of death or whatever yeah i don't know the grim reaper yeah i can't tell you it's like so he goes every single day oh, it's to like, see Lexa. It starts with like a TH. Like Th- Theseus? Theseus, I think. Mikey Theseus. Theseus. Um, he goes to the fields every single day. And he's like, he he's the one who goes to Earth to collect the souls. Yeah, and when they be dying. And bring them to the underworld. And then they cross over the river, whatever. But he is also in charge of like... The loss, the broken souls. The broken souls. So he he's almost like a shepherd. So he like watches over them, makes sure they're staying in the field and he healing and getting better. Yeah. yeah. And like so for for him, he kept Persephone away from Lexa for so long because Lexa was so traumatized by the fact that Persephone brought her soul back that Theseus wouldn't even let Persephone speak to her for months. Yeah. Because like Lexa's soul was so broken she couldn't handle any interaction from anyone yeah so theseus and lexa start to kind of bond and they start to fall in love they do and i think it's i am looking forward to seeing how that plays out i'm also sad though because what we find out is that once the souls have healed which could take years to be fair but once the souls heal they're they turn into shooting stars and their soul returns back for a reincarnation Mm. and they have to relive again was that this? That's no, this one, I don't. It? Well, I don't think it's that field though. That's a different group of people. That's people who are like no, because they have to. 
Well, yeah, once once they heal their souls, because what happens to their souls? They don't go from the field to the underworld. They reincarnate to relive. Okay, that's what I think it is. But that would be such a tragic love story. I'm intrigued to talk more shit about her. And then she said, it punched me in the feels. I can't go into details because spoilers. Shut up. Give me spoilers. Probably just a bit of dust in the eyes. I literally think you're so wrong on everything you just said, but okay. Next review, one star. Chef Kiss, thank you for your opinion. KJ Holiday. <laughs> this book will go down in history as the worst sequel in the history of the universe. And in the hell, what in the hell did I just read? Yeah, that's the vibe. <laughs> I genuinely enjoyed the first book. I really did. But where the first book conflict had to do with Persephone facing her mother, her own powers, Adonis, and the deal with Hades, the second book has one plot point. Persephone being a literal child. Yep. It never, I've never seen a person regress so badly. She is the most vapid, narcissistic, selfish, childish character I've ever read about. I freaking hated her. Yeah. Time after time in this book, she commits crimes against people worse than every single person who has been dubbed a villain, but it's okay because she's Persephone. It was a miracle I even managed to finish it. Same. Same. The entire basis of her relationship with Hades dissolves to nothing but sex. She can't go one day without Hades paying attention to her. And even when he does, she freaks out because he doesn't tell her everything that's ever happened to him in his entire life. He's billions of years old. They've been dating for two minutes. Um, something like there's a, a little block for this word, but it's blank. She doesn't learn anything throughout the entire book. And like this review keeps going on, but it's basically saying everything. You know what's interesting too is the first book ends on them like her Persephone being pissed off at him and going back up to Earth, and then them showing up and then them getting back together. So the whole thing of them being like fighting and then back together, and then the next book starts with just them not fucking with each other and fighting. Yeah. Like it was such a like toss up because you're like, oh, they went through all this conflict and now the next book they're going to build their relationship and become more of that power couple and she now has her powers so he's going to show her how to manage them and how to use them and it's going to be such a learning tool for her. I don't think she fucks with her powers at all in this book. Like like a little bit, but not... Was it the first or is it the second or third book where she goes into the forest and practices her powers? That's the third. Okay, because I she loved doesn't do that. Yes, no, she doesn't right, do fuck they're preparing all. Yeah, for all the shit that's gonna go down. The third book is probably my favorite. I think the third book was yeah, me too. I think I cried a little bit during their wedding. I was like, oh my god, it's so good. But, and I was like recently married when I read that, so I was like, Aww. no. But you have to get through this dumpster fire of a book. I know. No, read the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> Honestly, this almost plot. ruined the series for me. Yeah, and I love the third book and i'm stoked for the fourth book that's coming out after hades perspective of the second book yeah the dual perspective yeah and i am stoked for the going duo. because you're not gonna have to wait for hades perspective it's all there it goes yeah. hades one chapter Persephone, i think she should have i mean it going like if it could be done again do it for all the books all the books dual yeah. perspectives i think would have made yeah. the book franchise so much but she Stronger. didn't even know she was going to do a Hades perspective. Thank God she did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this one's a two-star review. Don't get me wrong. It did get better. I just expected more. First of all, what was the point of antagonizing Apollo so much? 
He was an abuser and a sex offender, and then she gave him a half-witted reason to be so bad and pretty much forgave him, which is true. Um, she just at one point is like, yeah, he's not that bad. He's just sad and lonely. Yeah. And then she's like, I'll be his friend. Who did he? I don't remember. I don't remember that either. I don't know if they're saying Or this. was it like a... No, he was. He was like... He had that girl that was, remember his like seer or whatever that Lexa and her yeah. were friends with. And then he basically like, was I like, guess was trying to fuck. fuck her. And she was like, I'm not going to date you. And he said, then fuck you and ruined her entire career. Yes. And then kicked yeah. her onto the streets. Yeah, kicked her to the curb. And then she started living with Persephone and Lexa. Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go hang out with your abusive boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. The dude who ruined your life? Yeah, we're besties now. That's so true. Persephone's That's... fucked. I know. She's like, he's just lonely. Needs a lot words of affirmation. You should have just dated him. Why didn't you date him? Uh, just let him fuck. Uh, anyway, didn't get that part of the plot at all or why it was even necessary. I'm all for great characters, but if you're going to make Apollo an abuser, which, by the way, Greek gods are all shady, okay? I've done lots of messed up things. Do you think Hades is much better? If so, I have news for you. Yeah, right. Don't make excuses for him. The Lexa plotline was, was good, and I think it made up for the Apollo fiasco a bit, but the book in general was forgettable. Yeah. And then this one um, I could relate to, and it's a two-star. And I read book two only because I like Hades and Hermes, but I may have skipped a lot of pages. You could have skipped a lot of pages, and it wouldn't have mattered. Oh, yeah. And then these shenanigans. This one this said. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this turned into a three-star read all because of persephone the next book she better be mature or it's a wrap she was hysterical or sorry she was hypocritical immature and flat-out whiny i know it sounds rough but honestly with the first book having so much promise it really disappointed mm -hmm. me i don't want the series to fall to the white the wayside hermes and hecate really saved the story um hades wasn't present as much as i wanted turns out though that he's there's a parallel series from hades point of view and he's purposely gone because of the plot in that book i want to read it but i also don't want to be disappointed so here we are my thoughts splattered on this review yeah I, no dead I ass think his the second book completely ruined persephone yeah so then even going into the third book in her perspective was very like yeah i don't know if i want to do this you know because like yeah. if she didn't get better which she did but if she didn't get better and was the same as she was in the second book i would have flipped a table yeah and i wonder I have, how many I have nothing to throw <laughs> no amazing <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people fell off the series or uh, probably a lot. DN, DNF. Yep. For this book. Yep. I would love to know. Me too. So all in all, um, we didn't really talk about any smut because I it's unmemorable in this book, really. All that just the hide and seek. Which was cute. So I thought that was in the third book though. Yeah. So basically they play this game. Persephone starts well, Hades has a garden that he uses his magic to, like, create. And it's a gorgeous-ass garden. Persephone loves it because she's a goddess of spring. Um, so there's, like, this scene where they play hide-and-seek. And I guess sh she's, like, coming more into her powers now. So she knows how to, like, blip. Yeah. Teleport. Or, 
Sorry. Teleport. Teleport. Yeah. So they play this I'm game of like hide and seek. Huh? Winnow. Winnow. Yeah, right? That's the word I wanted to use. So um, she knows how to teleport now. So they play this game of hide and seek where they like teleport all around the realm. And yeah. then he gives her a head start. And then like it's this frisky cat and mouse game. I love a chasing scene. Same. Love a chasing Socks scene. by the Kraken. Run. <laughs> Run. That one That's word. In. That's in the dragon's bread too. Love that. I do love a chasing, like... You should read it. Love it. But, like, don't chase on the street, obviously. Like, I don't want a stranger chasing like your house. fucked up. <laughs> no. You're not horny, I am. Depends if I'm going on a jog and be like, oh, no, someone's chasing me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. See, I have a very high hope that I would never get kidnapped because someone would start running after me and I'd be like, oh my God, are we playing hide and seek? Could you imagine getting kidnapped Give and being me like, hunt wait, I'm this called, have you seen these TikToks of people like, yes, getting kidnapped and then like and then talking like, to their hold producer. on, this is not the mafia script that I'm used to. Can you like see some of these things? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, these knots that you tied around my wrists aren't tight enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you actually get put the gag gather. back in my mouth? Like, yeah. <laughs> Why do you take? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> why is the blindfold off? <laughs> um. Yeah. So I give this book two point five or three out of five. It was honestly so unbearable. I think I will give it a two. But I did like seeing new characters. Yeah, but two point five. I think what that one girl's review said how like Hermes and Hecate really saved the book, and like even Hades wasn't really in it, so he no. didn't do much. And I did like, and I mean, I know Apollo's kind of a shit dude, but like I did end up liking his character. I think all the gods are shit people. So I mean. Yeah. So like, that's kind of the thing. And I think. That's the vibes. That's the vibes. <laughs> and I think, <clears throat> and I think like him becoming, yeah, very morally gray and then ending up becoming like friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, as shitty of a thing that Persephone did, I do like him as a character in the book. Yeah. Um. Because I think. I think their beef is that Hades wouldn't bring back Apollo's lover. Remember? Yes. That's their beef. That is their That's oh, why Apollo helps God. her in the first place. Yes. You're right. I ah, forgot about see, it's that. It's all fucking and then coming he gets together. To see his lover in the underworld yeah. for that dinner. Yeah. And it is heart-wrenching yeah there's a novella coming out about their i know i'm so excited so i do end up liking apollo even though like but he was more interesting than persephone and i think that was like the appeal i think the problem is that all the characters are more interesting than persephone and honestly saint Clair got fucking lucky because if it was just persephone being the main main and like she didn't have these side stories with these other people the series would not have popped off no like, no way, no how. No. Like, the, her romance with Hades, honestly, isn't even what keeps me going. It's, like, the interaction with all hate. the other gods and stuff. And, I'm yeah, so Hades. sorry. <laughs> For my Hades yawn. is daddy. And I just yeah, love him. I, that's why I'm, like, honestly, if I could go back in time. If I had a time machine, um, I would just read Hades' perspective. Yeah, I love And that. have a way better book series. And then yeah. their dual perspective. Yeah. So if you're picking up anything from this podcast, it's honestly just wait for all of Hades' perspective to be out and then the dual perspective. But I mean, it's going to take a while because I don't know how long she's going to be writing her third. And she even said that she might not write the third Hades' perspective. She will. Clearly it's going to make her money. way too much money. Yeah. 
You're making three. Bands? I'm just worried that like three she's bands? just gonna be like six six bands. fine here you know what i mean yeah like, it, ugh, let me just write it really quick fuck up some characters that people like but also like hades and persephone are together almost the entire third book yes. so i don't know like what different like well no there's a few things that happen with just the other gods and shit oh my god do you remember the forest where it like completely where she open. sees Minth and Hades in the forest yeah, fucking the forest and then deception. she's the third book is so good yeah I'm excited to talk about the third book and I'm excited to read Hades perspective and talk about that really? but we had to get this short storm out of the way yeah we were like yeah all right it feels good to get that off my chest actually we were gonna do a totally different book and we did not read it <laughs> to be fair michelle is like in the middle of moving and her husband coming yeah. across the fucking country so there's a lot. a lot and it's i'm a lot. um broke as fuck and starting a business so i'm stressed about that yeah we're, we're going, going through, through it, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vibe but i think we're good because this so we have one this is two next week so this will be the one that comes out. This episode will be, I think, the third, second, second week of May. And then I'm hoping I'll finish Blood and Ash for Saturday. So we'll we'll be we're good. We have a little yeah. bit of a backup, and then hopefully we'll have something set up by then too, because we're gonna yeah. be changing locations. And we're really excited for June is Gay Pride, right? June is Gay Pride. So we have a lineup of some books that we want to read, but we're going to be doing uh, gay romance for all of June. Yep. So if that isn't your cup of tea, honestly, unfollow us now because you're homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. We have a gay private book. I think I'm if you guys were... Um, well, I actually... It's a Little Mermaid retelling. What is? Our gay book. We thought it was Gay Pirates. Which, oh yeah, it's a, no, it's a prince and a pirate. Did you read the back? Is he a merman? Oh right, you did say he was a merman. But if yeah. you read the back of the book, it says a prince and a pirate. So is the pirate a merman or is the prince? No, a merman? it. Um, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But anyways, yes, we are reading strictly LGBTQ plus books. Yep. And maybe by authors too. We'll kind of see what the vibe is. Um. We're trying to find like good like lesbian, lesbian books, smut. bro. It's so hard. It's really and it's very like super just like basic tropey. It's very butch lesbian and like frizzy, like yes, bitchy brat. femme who like wants nothing to do with this other lesbian and then is like, oh my god, but you fuck me so good. Yeah, which like I'm down to read about it, but it's very too, but very want- like oh, she was a CEO and had no time for sex. Yeah, and then, and then here this- comes the bratty receptionist being like, "Yeah, have sex with me," and her being like, "Oh my god, I didn't even know this part of me like existed. Like you've awoken something." Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a wild ride. But I want like a like a happy romance between two women. Yes, like I yeah. See, oh my god, I'm fired up. I want. <laughs> I want like a lady of Rook's Grave Manor yes. with all babes. Yes, I want six babes <laughs> all six dating. Babes, and I want all half dating. of them to be like vampires and shit. Yes. I, oh my god, I need a vampire lesbian. Which I romance. think I might have a recommendation. That's what I need. All right. 
Thank you Anyways. so much for watching or listening. Stay hydrated. We I have... actually, the second half of this episode, I've been struggling a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a little few waves of nausea. 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 I was going to say nauseous. Your mother, Mary. Um, we, no, I'm hungover. <laughs> we have an Instagram and a Twitch at Lewd Literature. Twitter. As well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm stupid. Sorry. <laughs> we have an Instagram and a TikTok at Lewd Literature. And then we have um, a Twitter, Twitter at Lewd underscore Literature. That is correct. And then we also have a Patreon at Lewd Literature where you can see the video format. Which so I think we should look. stand up and show off our outfits after we cheers off. Oh, OK. But um, if you want to follow us, support us, continue seeing more episodes from us, I would highly recommend signing up to our Patreon because that will fund the future of this podcast for sure yeah all of the money is going right back into the shit yep <laughs> and i say shit in a loving way yeah to victory to valor you can't come in her come on her Clink. okay now let's stand up and show our outfits because they're cute don't look at my cute. oh no gonna go get high You think, Papa? I know. I wiggled it right off. <laughs>